Welcome to Politics, It's Personal. Today's topic is about the asinine idea to throw away library books and use the empty libraries as juvenile detention centers. Yes, folks, this is happening in a Texas district located in Independence County, which is largely a community of people of color. So let's think about this for a moment. Throw away the library books and use a building once used for expanding the mind as a place to shackle young minds. This is no better than the pre-emancipation law of making it a crime for black people to learn to read and write, making it against the law to teach them to read and write. This is an outright assault on the young black and brown minds in the state of Texas. And just like the abortion bans and the attacks on gender affirming care, this will not stay in Texas or its crazier sister state, Florida. This will begin to permeate other red states as well. People, we have to get together. We have to recognize the insidiousness that is invading our country that is seeking to destroy black and brown people from the inside out. Since the brutal murder of George Floyd, we have been largely successful in raising awareness and making sure that police are held accountable for the brutality upon black and brown citizens that has gone on for decades. So we have been successful in that, so now they are trying another tag. And that is the murder of the soul the ability to hope and to dream. Without the ability to read, without the ability to know that there is a world beyond the small inner cities and rural communities, these children will be dreamless. If it had not been for the books that my mother bought a subscription to when I was a child, I would not have the love of literature that led me to become a teacher. My mother, who had a third grade education, loved to read and was self-taught. Had my mother not invested in these books, I would not be where I am today. I learned the bulk of my vocabulary by the time I was nine years old. I went to places that I have still yet to travel. I read Emerson, I read Shakespeare, I read Poe. I learned and I thrived. I became a teacher of literature and for 17 years I battled this thing that we are seeing out loud today. When then it was only in the corners. I saw it and I called it out for what it was. At times my fellow teachers called me crazy, paranoid. No, I was not crazy. I had foresight. I predicted this day and it is here. We have to do something. We have to fight. We have to fight with our minds. The thing that terrifies the mostly white Republican Party more than anything else in this world is the brilliance of a black or a brown mind. This is the reason that they hated Barack Obama so much. He could think and speak circles around them. 
They despise Langston Hughes and James Baldwin. Frederick Douglass was a shock to racist in his time, with newspaper editorials saying that there is no way that a black man could write with such eloquence. But then they heard him speak, and they knew that yes, yes he can. We cannot allow these racist Republicans to rob our children of their future by destroying the truth of the past and robbing them of knowing the facts of today. We must stand together and we must make sure that everyone knows what is going on. Just as these Republicans rallied together in the dark corners of our society, and just as they descended upon the United States Capitol on January 6th, we must rally together, not in the dark shadows, but in the open corridors of education, in the open corridors of our communities, and we must, we must speak, not in whispers, but loudly and boldly, wherever and whenever, we can. This is Dr. Beebe thanking you for joining me for politics. It's personal. <laughs>